0: DJ and PK, it is time to welcome in Riley Jensen for his weekly visit, our College Football Insider and mental performance coach. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Riley, good morning.
1: DJ and PK just rolls off the tongue. For like, (laughs) what, 20 years now? How long have you guys been together?
2: Oh man! It'll be uh, longer than my first marriage. <laughs> Not true.
0: <laughs> be uh, twenty years. Will be next April.
2: Next April. Twenty years. Wow. What are we, where, where do we
1: go? Where are we going,
2: guys? Where are <laughs> we going? Where are we celebrating? Cabo. Live from Cabo. <laughs> that's a great. Idea. Central time zone, so we'll get to sleep in an hour longer. <laughs> okay, good. Because I was about to
0: say, wait, what about
2: Maui? You've been talking it up, and I haven't been to Maui yet. Yeah, but that's.
0: Yeah, you don't want to do a way, morning yeah, show from yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, you're way out. <laughs> Three you're, o'clock yeah, in the morning, yeah. hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wouldn't ruin your beach time, though, so you got that going for you. All right, Riley, as we get on the countdown here, a couple weeks out from the start of college football, the doldrums, we've learned as much as we're likely to learn. The coaches don't want to tell us much more because they got to keep secrets from... Uh, whoever's prepping to play him week one, whether it's Weber State or Arizona or whatever. So I'm curious, what do you want to know, and what can't you know until the season starts? As an as an ex player who's connected to some of these staffs and might know a little something the average person doesn't. What do you want to know?
1: Well, there's there's a couple of things about this time of the year that 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 are fun, and then also just really hard to figure out. Number number one. Like, I cannot stand when I start seeing stats from scrimmages from, like, fall scrimmages. <laughs> like, I, it means absolutely nothing, and, you know, they're all scripted, and they're put into a different scenario, and I, I just, I hate it when I see some of those stats. But the thing that I think would be super interesting to know right now is when they're going full speed, who has changed their physicality? Who has changed their ability to like, you know, to fill a gap and, and really wreak havoc in a gap? Or is there a nose guard or nose tackle from one of these teams that's just unbelievably dominant right now and he's putting centers like right on their butt like two yards into the backfield? Because those are the type of statistics that don't show up. In in any sort of stat line all year, but you can see it in a game. You can see how disruptive it is when a defensive lineman is dominant and and just knocks guys back two three yards, and running backs have to make a you know they have to change their direction early in their run, and then all of a sudden they're running for their lives and they're getting minus one yards or they're getting one yard. So I'm excited to see who that is. I think on the offensive side of the ball, I think the hardest thing. For me right now, when you're trying to figure out like what a quarterback can do, I think for years and years the, the reason why a running quarterback was so hard to, to just kind of see what he can do is because so many times in practice you're not live on a quarterback. And so it's kind of like, well, it seems like he would have made a good run there, but I don't know if he would have got out of that tackle. I don't know if he would have been able to make that run. And then if he's not as good a passer as the guy – that's competing with him, oftentimes in the past, the guy that was the better passer always got selected because you just can't really tell on whether this guy can run the ball or not. Now, we have a couple of guys out there that who, who have game film, so you know some of it. But we don't know, for example, for example, has Romney increased his speed and athleticism, right? We don't know what some of these quarterbacks at the University of Utah and at Utah State with Logan Bonner. We, we have some game film from him, and we have some game film um, from the different quarterbacks, but you want to see are they quicker, are they faster, the, can they make plays with their feet, and can they throw the ball. And so that's what I'm excited to see, and that's what I'm excited to see. You know, does the athleticism of Logan Bonner at Arkansas State actually translate to the Mountain West Conference? Is he going to be able to do some of the same things, right? Um, you know, is you know, when, when we're talking about – Jaron Hall, is he going to be able to run and not get hurt? I mean, I think that's the biggest worry, right? I think we all know that he can throw the ball we all know that he can run the ball, but can he do it in a smart a smart enough way that he's not getting injured early in the season where you have to, like, change things all up again? And so I'm excited to see some of these things. From, from everything that I'm hearing and then everything that I'm seeing, I mean, and, and this happens every fall, but optimism is, is pretty high right now at a lot of different places.
2: Yeah, it really is. There's No question about that. These quarterbacks, particularly at BYU and Utah, they the coaches have gone to great lengths to say it's a close battle and there's not a whole lot of uh, difference between one and two. They've even had battles for three and four and all that stuff. So as far as the starter goes, with all that in mind, and they're not being literally live in the way that they will be in the first game, if you're a coach – How do you handle, since somebody is like the 1-1-A rather than a just drastic difference or gap between one and two, and it's that close, right? How do you handle, say, when you get to the games, if the number one guy, there's a little bit of a struggle? When do you know to make a switch— because it seems like well if they're that close and the other guy isn't getting it done that I should go to the second guy because he was right there but at the same time you don't want to damage confidence
1: yeah so I I'm not trying to bail on the question I'll explain my answer but the, but the answer is it depends right so you, if you've got two guys that you feel are very good and you know you know with Brewer and rising at the at, at the University of Utah I think people are feeling like you've got two good quarterbacks. With, with Jalen Hall and with Romney at BYU, you're feeling like you have for sure two good quarterbacks, right? I think the rope is, is a little shorter, right? Like I, I just think it is. Now, what that means to each coordinator and what that means to each head coach is, is a little bit different. But I, but I will say this. The, the coaches that have been around for a while, and, and Kalani has been around for a long time, um, Coach Kyle's been around for a long time. And then obviously their offensive coordinators with with Roderick and Ludwig have been around a long time. They they understand at this point that the quarterback is a little bit of a rhythm position. And, um, you know, you want you want your starting quarterback to be like, like a starter in Major League Baseball, right? Like you want to be able to work through a couple of things before you, before you start messing around with his head and, and pulling them out of the game and let them get into a rhythm because when they're in a rhythm, they're really, really, really good. Now, you know, you can work through some things if if you win games. If you lose games, that also is, a, is another factor, right? Like, if your quarterback is struggling but you're winning and you still feel like he can be the guy, then you, you can get away with some things. But if you're losing and you start the season 0 for 3 and your quarterback hasn't been able to work through it, that might be the time that... that that you figure out how to pull the trigger and and move to the next quarterback. But the rope is shorter when you have two quarterbacks, but it's longer than we would normally think.
0: Okay, so it's weird you say that because as soon as you said 0-3, I thought BYU and Utah's hopes are so high. And the quarterback competition has been pumped up so much, presumably the backup is good, so there's no way they'll get that deep.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe maybe you're right, but I think it's going to be longer than what you like. Like it would for sure be zero and two before a change hmm. in my in my opinion. Like I, I don't I can't even imagine that it wouldn't be at least two games. I, I just can't imagine a scenario as a as a coordinator, someone who's been a coordinator before. I can't imagine like going all the way through spring, all the way through fall camp, all the way through the summer seeing all kinds of information and making such a bad choice that you need to make the change like after the first game like you just totally like blew it um the, the only thing that i could see is if like you really didn't know but if you really don't know usually that means that both quarterbacks aren't performing high enough so y- you really hope that you know i in in all the quarterback competitions i was in like I, now in fall camp, everybody knows who the guy is. Like nobody's saying it, but everybody knows who the guy is. And they might be giving reps to the second guy just to get him ready for the season in case something happens. But everybody knows who the guy is right now, and everybody knows that like the week of that that guy is going to get all the reps, and he's going to get the opportunity to be successful. So, um, it's it's interesting. I mean, the quarterback quarterback position is really really interesting, and it's more interesting now to me than it's ever been because. The old offenses, you, you didn't get hurt as much as a quarterback. I mean, there was a lot that was done to protect you and keep you from getting injured, right? And now it's like, nah, he's got to be able to run and throw, and, and we got to be able to risk that. And you know what? If he gets hurt in the fifth game, then next man up. I mean, that's that's just kind of the attitude now. And so these quarterbacks are are much more physically talented and much, much better runners than – than my era of quarterbacks were, and but, but that also opens them up to to injury, and so these second string quarterbacks, these guys that are just right there, they got to stay ready because they're they're going to get a chance to play.
2: How important do you think this is? This season is for Kalani Sitaki. He had the great season. Uh, but some people and a lot of people obviously block, knock it because of the schedule. And you can also argue, well, you know, the, you wait three or four years and you build guys up and they get experience. So you can just about any program at that level can have a good season. But it's important to have a program. And in order to have a program, you got to have successful seasons one after another, at least to one degree or another. So with that in mind, the importance of this season seems to me is pretty high. Yeah, I think
1: I think it's important. I don't think. I mean, certainly don't think he has to go 11 and one next year. No. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be some pressure to play well in the big games or in the games that that they feel like are a 50 50. Uh, you know, to quote our friend Alamo, right? Like 50 50 games, they got to play well. And if there's some blowouts here, that's that's cause for concern. If there's a blowout, um, it's. I always expect BYU to win a few of these big games because if, if if you look at the history of BYU, even in years that you didn't think they were going to win, they go on the road, they beat Wisconsin, right? A couple of years ago, they had the big throw at the end, they beat Tennessee. Maybe you didn't think that they were going to win those games, and and they come up with some wins. The problem is is do they do they play well in the other big games? And you, typically, they'll play pretty well because they'll get up but then they have to do what they're supposed to do in the games that they're supposed to win because you know two years ago or uh, mm-hmm. i'm confused with COVID, it might have been three years ago when you go to toledo in south florida and, and you lay some eggs man it, it's not happiness right and even though you had a decent preseason like those games were hurtful and um... i think you've just got to be competitive in all these games and then in the games that you think you're supposed to win you gotta go out and do what you're supposed to do and if if they do that, I mean it could be a really, really good season maybe not maybe not as highly ranked and highly touted as last year, but you can feel really, really good about the momentum of the program if they put together a i don't know an eight if they put together an eight and four season i mean I think that's really positive momentum right
0: so we're not hearing much uh positive, as much positivity or nearly as much positivity out of Utah state as we are at b y u and Utah. What kind of hopes you got for your alma mater
1: well I, I listen i'm i'm not i i I personally don't have like high expectations I think the expectations out there are way higher than I have right like i'm I'm watching them i'm you know i'm 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 very hopeful right and I'm not saying because they don't have players but it it just takes a minute with a new coaching staff. but man there's a lot of positivity going on there's a lot of optimism going on that you know. People talking about how fast the offense is and how they can throw it around and how some of these, you know, these portal transfers have made a real difference. And I just feel like, man, there's a lot more positivity and excitement about the program than I thought there would be. Um, I'm still going in just cautiously optimistic. But, man, if they, if they pull off the, the optimism and the positivity that I'm feeling, then and it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a fun season to watch all three of those teams play in the state of Utah.
0: Riley, as always, we appreciate the time, and we will talk to you again next week.
1: You guys are the best, man. Thanks for having me on.
0: Riley Jensen, college football insider, mental performance coach. When we come back, Reno, my former BYU star, former Philadelphia Eagle, his take on the Cougars upcoming, and name, image, and likeness. If only. If only, Reno. We'll get to that next.